Chapter 65 Three Cups Encore After meeting the red-armored runic knight on the small trail, Xu Fengyin used his snow-white jeer falcon to send a secret message to Chubby Chu. He then proceeded to the Jin residence in Yingchuan County, where he drove Jin Lanting to the heights of ecstasy and despair. Once again, he sent forth a massive. It was his own idea to give Jin Lanting his promotion and ennoblement. In the carriage, Jiang Ni was scrutinizing a mystic drawing filled with cryptic symbols, still failing to make sense of it. Old Li, in his sheepskin coat, was picking at his calloused feet while observing Jiang Ni's perplexed expression at the same time. He offered a helpful word. Lassie, you can stop looking at it. Bet he didn't mean well when he gave that to you for safekeeping. The way I see it, you can stop reading your books, too. The more you read, the messier your thoughts, and the harder it is for you to focus. My advice remains the same. As long as you're willing to learn swordsmanship single-mindedly, even Deng Tai would have to mind you, let alone that blade-wielding Zhu lad. Jiang Ni did not even look up and retorted. Don't disturb me. Where'd I get the money if I don't read? From you? The old god of sword lamented. It's true what the lad said. Money's the apple of your eye, lass. In a grouchy mood from looking at the rice paper drawing, Jiang Ni looked up, glaring and interjected. So what? Li Chunggang found the girl's angry look most endearing. Pointing at his head, he laughed. Easy there. I might just not return this oracle of yours. Jiang Ni tucked away the rice paper just as the carriage stopped abruptly. Her heart soared in anticipation. The first time it stopped, she saw Chen Zhibao bidding farewell in his white attire. The second time around, she saw that weird red-armored guy blocking the path and trying to assassinate Xu Fengyan. This time, she opened the curtain and was disappointed. Turned out, Xu Fengyan saw a roadside tavern and went drinking with Wei Shuyang. After Grandpa Wei and Yu Yu Wei sat down, Xu Fengyan spoke up. The apricot wine sold at Aoliangzhou province roadside joints is either watered down bad or just plain fake, not authentic. But this tavern, it's small, but the booze is genuine. Waiter, give us one litre of apricot wine and all the beef you've got. The proprietor smiled with approval and cooed. Mister, you're obviously a connoisseur. Jiang Ni aligned with the wine-loving god of sword and sat on the long bench opposite Xu Fengyan. Seeing Ning Ermei approaching on his horse, Xu Fengyan signaled to a waiter. Come, let's drink. Give us another liter of wine. 
evening, Ume helped himself and downed three full bowls standing up, with no change to his expression. It was almost a given that he could drink like a sailor and not get drunk. The proprietor and the waiters sensibly kept their distance. This heavily built man, with his heavy armor and domineering presence, did not seem like a normal foot soldier. Could he be some commander from Huyang County? Ning Erme spoke in low tones. So I've given those fellows who closed the Yingchuan city gates a lesson right where they were. Xu Fengyan broke off Ning Erme, the halberd man's speech, and chuckled. General Ning, was toppling that vice commandant from the eastern division of the Royal Vanguards enough for you? If I were there, I'd get you to strip his armor and hang him by the city entrance. Think that's too much? If you're worried, it'll create trouble for me, fine. I'd just regret buying you those three bowls of wine. But if you think you've got more venting to do, I'll treat you to another three bowls of wine. How's that? Ning Erme was suddenly overtaken with a surge of boldness. His face radiated valor that highlighted the extraordinary power of the second fang of Northern Liang. He gave himself a toast. Then I'll have three more bowls 